Hey, it's the Kingdom Builders Podcast. Welcome to the October edition. I'm one of your hosts, Kim. I'm Christine. I'm Josh. I'm Robert. And we are joined by some of our fabulous uh, Kingdom Builder patrons, um, Darlene, Dorothy, and Amanda. Do you ladies want to say hello? Hello. 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 Awesome. I feel like you guys should have done that in three-part harmony. We can try again. Hello. 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 Awesome. So shall we get rolling with our awesomeness? Okay. So when we get into some weird subjects on this podcast and it's fun because we Mm -hmm. get to explore the unknown. Darlene earlier said, well, it depends on where you're going to lead us. I'm like leading you into the unknown. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think the coolest thing is to dive into weird stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about with other people and to be able to just kind of discuss, here's my experience or no, I thought it might be like this or whatever. So as we dive in and and chat together, just know even for all of you listeners that we are one and we are open and we are vulnerable and transparent, but we don't all have to believe the same way. And so we are exploring things in our faith um, in a way that is just open and yeah, we have grace on grace here, right? On grace, on grace. Yes. On grace. (laughs) So Darlene, why don't you pose your topic or question or all of that, whatever you would call it? Okay. Um, When he was, when this speaker was talking about um, spirit travel, um, I was wondering what the difference is with astral traveling and spirit travel astral traveling is more solical or where spirit travel is what it is spirit travel right and we're in christ we're in yeshua whereas maybe someone who's astral traveling doesn't have that um the protection of uh yeshua you know while they're doing it so they're quite open to a lot of other forces so to speak (laughs) So I guess my question today would be, what is the difference between spirit and astral traveling? Um, so That's I, a good question. I love that question. Actually, it's so interesting you're asking that because I was literally just thinking of this like an hour ago. Um, so I was thinking about when, okay, so personally, I've only traveled in the spirit with Yeshua. That has been my experience only. Um, I never had a background in, you know, astral projection of any kind. Um, But when I've traveled in the spirit, one thing that he's done is he started um, every time we would travel, he would establish these like golden pathways. And it's kind of looks like a golden rope but it's bigger than that it's like highways it's kind of like highways and um it's it was always really awesome and then i one time um 
I had people start astral projecting into my house. And um, the Lord showed me that they were traveling in their souls. Um, They were trying to travel in the spirit, but they were traveling in their souls. And they were doing it just like you said, outside of Yeshua. And when they did that, they were traveling on these silver pathways. And so um, these, all of these pathways, the gold or the silver pathways, they are basically connecting different locations is what's happening in the spirit. Now, um, there are times when I travel in the spirit and I don't see a pathway at all. Um, And the Lord just shows me later that I was on one, but I didn't know it. I just was like, maybe, like you said, um, I don't know if you said it now or earlier, but like if you're visiting someone that you know and the Lord is having you do that, then you don't always see some pathway you're traveling on. You could just appear there, you know? (laughs) And that is more commonly how I experience things is less about, seeing the travel happen as just appearing there. And for me, I've had a lot of that happen while I was conscious, like when, not while I'm sleeping or whatever, but when I'm awake, um, as I press into Yeshua, then he will just lead me somewhere. Sometimes he'll tell me, Hey, we're all going to do this together. So prepare for it. So he's told me that many times. Um, But one time, okay, I just wanted to tell you about this one experience I had. Um, I, first of all, I started meeting people everywhere who would say that I was, that they'd already met me before. And this has happened a lot. I mean, I don't know how much, but quite a lot where people are like, oh, we already met actually. And I'm like, I never went to your country. I don't know what you're talking about. And so I was kind of like, halfway believing them, halfway not, you know, that feeling like, well, maybe they think that, but I don't know so much about if that happened. And, um, and then one day the company I was working with started selling, um, CBD and they started selling this sleepy CBD. Well, I don't know if anyone knows me, it is not hard for me to sleep at all. It's like time to sleep. That's how I am. And so, um, but I'm not going to sell something I've never tried. So I'm like, well, I'll just try this. And the difference in the sleepy CBD was it was CBD, but it also had melatonin in it. And so I'd never taken melatonin because I didn't feel, feel I needed it. But this time I'm like, melatonin it is. And so um, I take the sleepy CBD. That night I experienced everything that I was doing at night in the spirit. And it was so different for me because I never experienced that. Um, I don't dream or anything like that very often. And so I was experiencing, I was visiting all sorts of people ministering to them. And just like you said, like there are people that I knew, almost all of them were people that I knew that night anyway. Um, but I was traveling in the spirit and visiting them and ministering to them. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I think this probably did happen then with me visiting these other people, because what happened in, 
even one of our kingdom builders, this was kind of the coolest thing to me. Do you remember Kim, Janine, and what the story she told us about us? Oh, she's me. I don't remember. Sorry. Okay. Well, let me tell you something really cool. One of our kingdom builders, she, um, she started having Kim and me visit her in the spirit. This is before we ever met her. Okay. And she never met us. Um, we were visiting her in the spirit and discipling her. And then one day, I don't remember how it happened, but she came across a video of mine on YouTube and was like, oh my gosh, this is the person who's been visiting me. And at the end, it had this join kingdom builders little thing on it. So she joined kingdom builders and that's how we met her. And she told us about everything we'd been saying. And I was like, that is exactly what I say. I say that stuff all the time. And it was like, what? That's so cool. It was a really awesome confirmation of that happening and that being a real thing. So anyway, I know I just talked a lot, but I get real excited about this stuff because it's something that the Lord is doing. And we, if we're open to it, he'll show us more and more and more. And so I recommend 100% going with Yeshua every time, because the other thing is when you are traveling only with your soul um, and doing astral projection without him in the spirit, um, it is extremely dangerous. So it is something that, well, first of all, who wants to like function in the spirit outside of him and practice witchcraft, not me. And so um, I wouldn't do that anyway, but it is extremely dangerous to do astral projection because it is as easy as someone cutting that silver cord to like die. And so I would never want that to happen. When you're with Yeshua, there's like no danger. And so anyway, that's all I have to say about in Ecclesiastes, it talks about the silver cord being broken or loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, the pitcher can be broken at the fountain. And it's interesting, you know, they mentioned both the gold and the silver, because you said there's a, a gold highway, right, and the silver highway. I found that <clears throat> when the silver cord... I think you just muted by accident. I don't know how it happened, but... Oh, did you hear anything I was saying? Yeah, up until like just a second ago. You said something about <laughs> a silver cord and then it cut off. Oh, I, I said, I did I say about the, the gold highway and the silver yeah. highway? So I'm just, when you were sharing that, I thought, okay, the silver highway, is it associated with the soul? And the gold, is it associated more with the spirit? I think so. I know that. You know, I didn't know this before I, okay, I was kind of shown a lot of this stuff and then found out that it's common, at least in witchcraft, when they do astral projection to go via ley lines that are silver cords too. And so I didn't know that. Um, I really have been pretty oblivious to witchcraft most of my life. And so I had no idea that that was a thing. And before I saw that stuff. So it was a good confirmation for me, but I didn't realize how established they are in the earth. And so there is a lot of um, silver ley lines all over the world. And it has not been 
that long that the gold highways have started to be established. And I don't know if it's because we, maybe they were destroyed or maybe no one's ever done it before. I have no idea, but it's not that established like it is in the witchcraft astral projection stuff. So anyway, you, that's all. Do you think it's because they've been, a lot of them have been practicing it much longer and we, as we're just awakening, you know, um, we are now establishing those gold highways as as the sons of God are awakening, then um, those highways are being created because I've um, I, I've been taught there's the in internet, there's a, um, the internet, the what's the one in between? There's the internet, there's another layer, and there's the exo exonet, which is probably the gold highway you're talking mm -hmm. about, right? Intranet, it's I-N-T, intranet is, um, there's the internet, which is the earth system of communications. There's the intranet, which is the middle that the principalities and, you know, and then there's the exonet, which is the heavenly uh, communication systems. Mm. So that's maybe that's the silver and the gold, huh? And as we are becoming more um, established, like we are developing those highways. Now that's more of a question than anything else. I think it's a great theory. I have no idea personally. Um, but perhaps one thing I have seen is all of, it's like the hub of the gold uh, highways or cores or whatever you want to call them is in Jerusalem. And I, I don't know, or maybe not Jerusalem, at least it's in Israel, but I think it's in Jerusalem, but I know it's in Israel and it's very interesting how everything, if you think of like, you ever fly and you see their flight patterns, they have these hubs you know, where everything kind of goes in and out of that one. And then everything is connected in different ways to different ones. Um, that's what it looks like. It looks like that. And it feels like that. And so I don't know. I know there has to be a good reason for it, but I don't know why. And I don't know. I assume you're probably right about, you know, for a long time, at least in the recent past, um, the church has kind of really thrown the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to spiritual things, I think, um, a lot of this. And so it was really normal to just have uh, them go, oh, astral projection, we can't have anything to do with that sort of thing. So then they just throw it all out. And so now... I think a lot of Christians who are coming into this kind of kingdom um, are discovering a lot of those things aren't actually bad. It's just the mode of doing it, I guess, is not quite right. Yeah. I have to Anyone agree. I, I'd love to put like, just add my two cents about some things. I don't know that I have anything new except that I, as you were talking about the different, like the gold and the silver highways, Christine, um, 
I think the reason the silver ones are so much more established is just because there's been an acceptance of using them. Like you Mm -hmm. said, um, for so long, this righteous way of traveling has been frowned upon. And so those gold ones couldn't be used. Um, I do think that the silver ones are open for us to use as well, but I think there's a way of righteously doing it. And so not always you have to be blazing a new trail, but you do always need to be going righteously. So it's kind of like the highway system of the earth. Yes, drug cartels may be using the same roads that you're using to go take your church van somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, but how are you using it? What is your purpose? That's really at the root of it. Is it just evil because bad people use it? It's not. Um, but you need to be able to navigate how to use it righteously. I will also say, Darlene, when you're talking about the internet, the intranet, and the exonet, um, though I've never heard of it referred to that way before, I've never heard of it even described like that in these communication systems, something immediately my spirit was like, yep, that is right. And um, it just kind of makes me wonder. So if when you were describing it, I was seeing like, oh, maybe the gold is in the exonet, the silver is in the intranet, but what is in the internet? right? What is the system that is at this plane that is being used? And is that also available to us? Um, And is it something that we can also be using righteously? I was thinking about this myself. I think, okay, when you started talking about the silver stuff, it made me just have this remembrance of, you know, sometimes I expand my I call it expanding my spirit, but actually I think it's more my soul, um, expanding my soul to be in a different location. And I only do it when the Lord leads, but this happened. I remember we were in South Africa and our Grammy Joe, Kim and our sister. So our Grammy Joe, she had a stroke and I remember the girl I was staying with was asking like, well, what do you do when that happens? How do you engage that? And so I kind of started talking about all these different ways that we might be led. And then I started to engage and it was totally different, (laughs) of course, than anything I explained and um, which is common. And Mm -hmm. Yeshua said, expand your spirit to be, and I, I don't know if he said spirit, but whatever the whole point was expanding my spirit or soul to be there with her in her bed in her hospital bed with her and cuddling with her because that's what she needed the most right then. And when we came back, she swore to me that I was with her, that I was cuddling with her in the bed. And it was really cool to go, okay, wow, you know, that was really important. And that was something that was real. And So there's that part. I don't know if that was traveling in that silver realm, you know, I don't know what we call it, intranet, or if that was like Mm -hmm. this realm that you're talking about, Kim, the internet. Um, But when we 
communicate with each other in the, you know, have you ever just communicated with one another in your soul or your spirit? Kim and I have done this, I know. I don't know. She doesn't like to talk about it very much, but <laughs> I outed us. <laughs> anyway, we sometimes will communicate like that. And um, I feel like that is that lowest level. It's actually like earth communication between each other because we were doing it before you know we were functioning in the spirit that much and it still was a thing that we were doing to communicate with one another kind of probably through like frequency vibrations but we didn't understand that either so you know (laughs) I don't know it's really interesting but I think we can do that with one another when we have some sort of oneness Um, that we can do that on this earth level without engaging the higher levels to do it. Opinions? I think our whole body is a sensory organ, you know? I mean, we're we're capable of receiving um, thoughts just like Yeshua did, you know? He knew their thoughts. He read their hearts. Um, We can do that with each other. Um, You are sisters and you're really close, so... um, I can see, you know, I would love to hear some of your stories on what, how you did, like, were you communicating like, oh, maybe I better call Christine and, and then she calls you immediately or something, you know, <laughs> without you calling Kim, her. Tell the stories. I mean, that's simple, <laughs> simplest form of, you know, mm-hmm. sensing. I think it was exactly that, the simplest form of sensing. I will tell you, one of the first times I remember this was when I was in college. I went to college 3,500 miles away, like just a long way away. And (laughs) I called Christine and I was like, hey, guess what I'm going to do today? And she's like, get your nose pierced. I was like, how did you know that? (laughs) Like, I was so excited to tell her this like rebellious thing I was going to do. And she already knew. But that was one of those instances that I was just like, how are you so tuned in? How how did you know that? (laughs) You know, what we figured out though, was it only worked when I wasn't actually thinking about it. So it's like, that flew out of my mouth before I was like, hmm, what could she do? I didn't do that. It was just like an immediate thing. And that happened every time we were communicating like that. It was never really on purpose, at least on my on my part. I even tried to do it on purpose. And it was like, no, I need to do that from some sort of subconscious part of me or something. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it consciously. That's so funny. You know what? I wonder how much of that is communication like from person to person or how much of that is just tapping into like the one consciousness, the Christ mind, uh, whatever it is that you want to call that. Because so many times, just in the last few years, even there have been like these ideas or these conversations that I've had with people. And then it shows up in different circles and I only just hear about it. You know what I mean? And I wind up have like, there's no way to explain it except that we're all just tapped into the same mind. You know what I mean? And that's what I would, I would call it like the Christ consciousness, but it could be the 
whatever, whatever it is. Collective consciousness is usually what I say. But I remember a time where it kind of was cooler (laughs) when Kim discovered that we were doing this. And so she decided to test it out. Do you remember this, Kim? No, no. We were down in dad's basement and I was on the floor facing the television. You were behind me on the couch and, and you decided to test it out. So you're going to communicate with me with your mind. And so, but I didn't know this. Okay. I'm just sitting there. (laughs) I don't know what I was doing. And she asked me if I wanted to play this game and I thought, I heard her is what I thought. So I just said, no, I don't want to play that game. And she goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, you just asked me if you, if I want to play this game and I don't want to play. And, and she goes, oh, it worked. And she was so excited because she did this like with her mind without talking to me, but I heard it like she was talking to me and I swore she was talking to me. That's like, I'm like, no, so I think you may have said that out loud by accident. Cause this is, <laughs> Yeah, it was really crazy. Mm. Anyway. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> I think with family, it's more prevalent. I know with my sisters, um, I'll find there's a commonality. They're doing things that I'm doing. I'm like, why is she doing that? I was doing that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think with the family members, it's more common, huh? Or um, your people you work with, you know? Because you're with them every day. I think it can be for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think sometimes, you know, there is this concept of a soul tie. Like if you're, if you're tied to someone entangled with someone, darling, you threw that out in the uh, comments, quantum entanglement. I think that there are connections that can be established with people. Um, Even if you've met them only one time, you know, and if you're tuned in to the same frequency, essentially, let's just talk in radio terms, right? If you're tuned into the same frequency, you'll pick up on the things, you know, if you're actually listening. Um, I would imagine you can do this with strangers as well. I mean, I think about some of those instances I'm talking about. Josh and I, we do a podcast together and he's part of this other ministry that I am not part of. So I don't listen to the teachings. I'm not against it. I just don't listen to it. And there have been so many times that I come on and we're like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, well, I've really been thinking about this and this has been stirring around and I've just been pondering this. What do you think about it? And he'd be like, oh, this person just taught on this last Friday. And I'm just saying like, there are things that swirl around and if you're open to catching it, uh, multiple people will catch it in multiple places, even if you aren't otherwise necessarily knowingly connected. You know, that's where I think some of that bigger consciousness comes into play. Um, And I'm always really encouraged by it personally, (laughs) you know, because every now and then in maybe not everyone else I'll speak for myself every now and then in my walk I'll get to the point where I'm like am I just freaking crazy <laughs> you know what I mean like did the Lord say this am I just really like off my rocker until 
then you get reminded, like, here's this other person on the other side of the planet who's talking about exactly the same thing, using the same language, having a similar experience, you know, those kinds of things. And you're like, oh, yep, still very much a real thing. That's so cool. I love it. I was reminded of, okay, so I'm still like extrovertedly thinking here. So I'm just kind of working all this out in my mind. But when you were talking about the three different layers, Darlene, and I was thinking about um, how, you know, Kim, you said, I don't know if you can, you can probably do this with stranger if you're tuned into the same frequency and stuff. And I was thinking about some times I do this intentionally with different people's bodies so that I can help. And, um, there's this doctor that, um, is a friend of mine and I see, and sometimes he'll get to a point where he's stuck with like, and can't figure out what's going on with a person to help them get past that place, which if you're in any kind of healing, everybody gets stuck sometimes. And so Anyway, um, he'll say, hey, will you come in and help? And he did this with this girl who was here from, I don't remember, up north somewhere. And he was here and just got to this real point where there was no breakthrough. And he said, can you come help? And I'm like, okay. And so he knows that I tune in really easily into other people's bodies. And so I can feel what other people are feeling, even if they don't. I get revelation on things, you know, stuff like that. And so um, she came in and her parents were there, but she was like, not really talking. Um, she was not okay, totally out of it. And so as we started doing everything, the Lord started showing me, oh, there's something in your, in her nose that you're missing. And so I, and he's like, I can't tell what it is. And, and so I just asked the Lord to show me and he showed me this bloodline thing um, that was coming from both of her parents that had to do with drowning incidents. And it was like real weird. And here I am like stepping out on faith, saying something about this, because here I could look like a real fat fool. You know what I mean? When that happens and if you're off, if you're not right. And, but I'm like, well, I can't really do anything except to share this. And so I did. And both of them had really traumatic drowning experiences when they were kids. And so mm -hmm. that became something that caused disease in this girl's body. And so anyway, it was able to be dealt with actually through the parents, which is cool. And then all of a sudden this went away and it's interesting. I feel like that's kind of on two different levels, like that lowest level of communicating with the body. And then also kind of the highest level of getting the revelation from heaven is how that felt to me is those two different kind of ways of communicating, working together. And so I think Still, it's all about the oneness. You know, we talk about that a lot, but it's like if you are open to becoming one with somebody else, then you can you can get that from all the different ways of communicating. You can communicate with their soul, you can communicate with their body, you can communicate with with the spirit, and you can get all of that 
going if you just open yourself up completely to whatever Yeshua wants to show you. So for me, that's all I do is I just go, okay, Yeshua, I don't know what, so just show me. And so it always comes in a weird, wild way, but it's pretty fun, actually. I think that one is... I wanted this. Go ahead. I think that oneness comes through love. You know, you, you, you and Kimberly strike me as just being just people of love, you know, um, giving and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pointing you two out because I just see it in you. I've seen it in you through the years. And like, you just, you, you walk in love. And when you walk in love, it's easier to connect with someone else's who they are, right. As a, as a, as a person, as a being, as a spirit. That's awesome. Thank you for that Thank compliment, you. by the way. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I wanted to say that um, I heard this the other day because somebody had this conversation and they were talking about um, kind of like traveling in the spirit, you know, and their comment was it's not trying to do something and they said when you try to do something you kind of enter into more the probably the astral projection you are trying to get you are trying to produce something you're trying to alter something so that you can get to this state or whatever you know to do that and what they were saying was it's actually you are a frequency you're not trying to get to a frequency you are that frequency. And it's like awakening to who you are and finding out that it's not something that you're out there. Like, and I shared this earlier today. It's like you can constantly be, constantly be looking for something outside of yourself. You know, you're constantly like, I, I want to find this. I want to find this, you know. And then Jesus kind of brings you back to, to see you and you realize what you've been looking for it's always been you. You know, it's always been you. So this reality of being able to do that, I think you find it in your identity. I think you find it when you and I heard a lot of people saying, you know, like to go from one realm to another, to go through, you know, even to step through some kind of uh, even a, like a wall or whatever like that. It really wasn't like trying to work up something. It's like you realize you are a frequency. You realize that wall is a frequency and you realize that you you there's like a oneness, but there's also that reality. It's just awakening to who you are. It awakens to this relationship. It awakens and and I have found for me and I'm just slightly getting into this really. You know, I've always been interested in it, but I'm just slightly starting to experience some of this. But for me, it was, I was on a journey where every time I went to God, God was talking to me about healing my soul. He was talking about healing some deep wound inside of me, you know, and I would just get in a group and I would talk about it. And some people would be like, you know, really blessed by it. Some people even came to me and said, you know, like, like you were going so deep that I couldn't even handle it. You know, like, like they, I was touching stuff inside of them, you know, and I was like, well, you know, that's amazing. But then I get around a bunch of other people and they were talking about quantum physics and we we're talking about, you know, um, traveling in the spirit. And, you know, and they were talking about all these other things. And I kept going, 
God, why aren't you teaching me this? Why aren't you teaching me this? And he just kept me on this journey of like healing of the soul, healing of the soul, healing of the soul. And then one day when I was, I was about kind of really frustrated with him taking me through that same path. And I felt like everybody else was walking a whole different other path than me. He took me to that scripture that says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he said to me, he said, what I'm building in you, Robert, through the healing of your soul is I'm building hope inside of you. And he said, that is the doorway into the realm of glory. And he said, in the realm of glory is the quantum. In the realm of glory is the is all these manifestations of all the things that, you know, that, that I want to do and manifest through you. And it's an awakening to who you are. But he's like, I'm actually creating a doorway through you. Like you're becoming a doorway of hope. And he said, I want to do this with everybody. You know, so what happened for me was I would hear a lot of people talking about, oh, I'm learning this and I'm really, you know, spending hours of meditation and hours of this and hours of that, you know, getting to this point and blah, 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 blah. And then I'm not, God's not taking me on that journey at all. And I'm not against their journey, but I'm just saying it wasn't like doing that. But all of a sudden, there's healing started to happen. I started to awaken to who I was. And all of a sudden I go, I just literally feel like the door opens and all of a sudden I'm right where they are. And they've been spending all these hours working on it. And I just kind of like stumble across it. And really the stumbling across was I just awakened to who I was. And I was like, Oh, you actually were taking me there. And it was kind of the, the karate kid thing where he was going, teach me the Kung Fu. And, and the, the master was going, wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off, you know, and he didn't know that what he was learning was actually teaching him those things, you know. So I learned that the healing of your soul, the discovering how loved you are, opens these gates wide open. It opens this realm so that you you just have access all the time not you got to work for it and you got to you know gear yourself up and all that kind of stuff you know but i just have felt like that's where god has shown me is that it, it really is realizing who you are and from there you will you will discover that you are this you are actually that travel you are that you know and and it's you just realizing that and relaxing and becoming that you know well Thank you for joining in the conversation today. And this was a great topic, I felt like. So um, if you want to be a part of all of this, like these beautiful people who have joined us today, then you can go to Kingdom Builders, actually no, patreon.com slash Kingdom Builders. And then you can join up at whatever level you want to, to be a part of this awesome crew who gets to join in the conversation and bring fun topics to talk about and all of that stuff. So um, thank you very much for being a part of it. We love you and we want to bless you completely. All right. See you later, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.